Welcome to Coffee and Contracts with John Apino, brought to you by Financial Residency. John owns Contract Diagnostics and is an expert on physician contract negotiation and compensation review. If you have an idea for a podcast or a question you would like for him to answer on one of his shows, please email podcast at financialresidency.com. Now grab your cup of Java and get ready for Coffee and Contracts with John Apino. Hey, everybody in financial residency. This is John with Contract Diagnostics and a just a quick message here on full-time versus part-time. So we work with a lot of physicians that either want to do maybe a job share. So maybe two physicians will do the job of one and they'll rotate two days or three days a week or maybe just split 50-50 or 60-40 or however it is that they figure best. Or physicians, more common maybe, that want to go from working full-time five days a week and typically 40 hours to working less. So how do those agreements differ? Well, obviously there'll be language, hopefully, around your allocated time. So if a full-time physician works 40 hours a week, a part-time physician, depending on how part-time is labeled, of course, if you're 0.6, if you're 0.8, if you're 0.9, but understanding that those clinical hours should be prorated. So if it's 40 hours, it might be 32 hours. If it's 36 patient contact hours for full-time, leaving four hours for admin time, obviously prorating both of those. So making sure that your time is reallocated in the contract and it's very clear. Now, if it says 0.8, is that good enough? Well, we like to have a little more granularity. So let's make sure that the clinical hours are documented. If you've got admin time, like I said, make sure those are documented as well. You could also have the days of the week. So let's say the contract says you'll work 32 patient contact hours for a 0.8 full-time equivalents, okay? So in essence, you might look at that as 40 hours, five days, 32 hours is four days. So how are those four days laid out? Is it for eight-hour days? Could you do could you do those over three days? If you have a day off, if you will, is it always the same day? Is it always a Monday? Is it always a Wednesday? Would it ever rotate? I think those things are super important to have documented and in the contract. The other things that you may want to look at, are you taking a pro rata share of call? Maybe not as important of an ambulatory internal medicine physician, a group of 40 physicians, but if you're one of three surgeons, are they prorating your call appropriately or not? That's something that's super important to consider and know that a lot of employers do have a tough time prorating call accordingly. The other thing, of course, your compensation likely will change if you're going from full-time to part-time. So how does it change? Most of the time, it's just linear. If you're on a production schedule, obviously, you'll work less, meaning you'll produce less, most likely, and therefore, you'll earn less. But understanding changes to the compensation model, many like quality benefit, quality plans, or value-based initiatives, you need to be full-time in order to accomplish or capture those dollars. So if there are additional metrics, if there's quality bonuses or service bonuses or value-based incentives or ACO initiatives. Make sure that you understand the nuances with those programs. And if you're full-time, if you're part-time, do you get a pro rata share or does it go away? Because those might, you might lose, instead of $20,000 about quality bonus, you might receive zero. Or you could receive a pro rata portion of the 20,000. We don't know, so let's make sure that we qualify those things as well. Benefits sometimes change. So does your health insurance go up? You know, maybe if you get below 0.6 full-time equivalents, does, you, does your healthcare go away? Super important to know. Maybe you lose access to the retirement plan or your PTO changes. So important to know that as well. We don't think that they should prorate your CME. Just because you're 0.6 or 0.8 of a full-time physician doesn't mean that your CME is 0.6 
are 0.8. So let's make sure that CME stays the same as other physicians working full-time because your requirements are the same. I think if we take care of compensation, if we manage the benefits, if we make sure that the schedule reads well, the rest of the contract is likely fairly standard. The termination provision most of the time shouldn't change. The non-compete you know, is likely the same. Unless you're you know, 0.3, then maybe there's no point in having a non-compete because it's not as competitive as a full-time physician transitioning out. The malpractice insurance section likely would stay the same. So make sure that the other sections are solid, of course, and have it professionally reviewed, but those often don't change too much with going from full-time to part-time. So I hope those are a couple of quick tips on what to look for if you want to go from full-time to part-time. Of course, as the contract changes, as amendments are added, feel free to reach out to us here at Contract Diagnostics anytime. We love connecting with you, with you guys. You can find us at contractdiagnostics.com, of course, and free 15-minute inquiry calls on our website. You can sign up for a package if you like. You can find all types of information on our website to lectures, to value-based resources for you all that you can download and take with you. So we will be here for any questions you have on contracts, on compensation models, on negotiating tips and strategies. Reach out to us here at Contract Diagnostics. We'll always be here. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Coffee and Contracts with John Apino. If you need a contract reviewed or want to know if you are being paid fairly, go to contractdiagnostics.com. See you next time.